pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with R&R in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Hey, it's Silver Black. We do it every every day at 7 o'clock, <laughs> just like uh, the military on the regular, but a little late. Uh, Spurs get to play host day. to the um, uh, Oklahoma City Thunders uh, tonight. Uh, Chet Holmgren and his... Uh, who? Uh, Chet Holmgren, all seven foot whatever of him is coming in uh, to San Antonio. It is a battle yet again of the Rookie of the Year candidates. You know what my beef is with Chet Holmgren? It has. Not, I actually am bothered because I I want to enjoy great basketball like we all do, right? We all that's why we like sports, right? We like people who do things that we cannot, you mm-hmm. know, that do these incredible athletic Herculean things. I hate how much other people are making me hate Chet Chet Holmgren. You know what I'm saying? Out of out yeah. of loyal, you know what I'm saying? I it, it bothers me that Chet has done nothing to yeah I got to down him yeah yeah individually, but to to keep proper balance in the force, at least the way I view the force to be balanced. Now I hate him because of of mm-hmm. these stupid ways that other people are approaching this rookie of the year discussion. It's it's a bummer because I want to enjoy him. I mean, this must be how um how original Carmelo fans felt about LeBron. Well, you know, I, I've gone through this so many times, and, and it, it's unfortunate. But I I still don't look at Kevin Garnett the way that I should. But just because of the rivalry with him. You know, I, Kevin Garnett will never get the credit that he's due in my mind. Because... You could never enjoy the... He's got the world in his hands. All that know, stuff. stuff yeah, and right, and wow. everything. Him sitting on the throne and everything after his career. Which I should have enjoyed. Because I think in a vacuum, in my experiences with him, and I've been in the same room with him enough, that he's a good dude. I mean, he's a, he's sure. a, as you don't, you take great umbrance to, he's an interesting cat and I appreciate interesting cats and he's one of them. And, but because of all the Timness during the T Wolves years, uh, that I just so, can't give him the credit that he's due. And that's what I, I think you're looking at with Chet Holmgren. Cause man, the comparisons we can't get away from. And the comparisons are going to last as long as they're both together and there has, and there isn't a separation. But I put it to you. RJ, that there is already separation, that the difference is already apparent, even in the last three to four weeks, as the pivot point for the Spurs was reached and they became this new thing with a point guard and flow and a competitiveness. We're seeing more than a point a minute, and the blocks per game is up significantly. So with that in mind, Zach Lowe, who I have tremendous respect for, he is one of the good ones out there. Uh, I disagree wholeheartedly with this. So I've had Chet all season long, and it's the weirdest rookie of the year race. I don't think there's ever been a race like this 
where you could, if you wanted to, make a statistical argument for either player. If you wanted to, right? You like Wemby's sure. got the raw stats, Chet's got the efficiency stats. I just don't remember a year like this when you have statistically guys both putting up big numbers. One, obviously, he had a redshirt season, but he walks into a great team full of ball handlers who can set him up, including an MVP candidate. And another guy on a horrible team, bereft of ball handlers who can set him up until surprise, 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 Trey Jones starting has helped. Who could have ever anticipated that? And the Spurs are, you know, where are the Spurs? I don't know. They have not won very many games. I don't understand. They are 8-35, and last in the West. The Thunder are 29-13. and So the Spurs are 17 and a half games or something behind the Thunder. I don't know what you do with that because, like, I think Wembenyama is the best player of the two, short-term, long-term, medium-term. The team context is just universes apart. Wembenyama is doing everything for San Antonio. But their games ultimately don't matter. Like, at some point, the stakes matter to me as a voter, this year a non-voter, but just a thinker. Um, like Oklahoma City's games are important. When See, right now he realizes he's sinking. He's treading yeah. water. Like, they uh-oh. face scrutiny internally and externally about, oh, is this the first big roadblock for the Oklahoma City Thunder? How do they respond? And they respond by winning at Utah, winning at Minnesota. The Spurs face no space. They could lose 11 games in a row. No one cares. There's no scrutiny. There's no questions. And at some point that begins to matter. I think Wemby has opened up the window a little bit where this could become a competitive race. I still think I would lean Shet. Over Wemby, but I think it's interesting. I I have like fourteen problems with everything. <laughs> the podium is yours. Okay, so, so these aren't in chronological order or even order of importance. I'm just gonna try to blitz through them. Um, this isn't the blitz, though. To be very clear, just from no. a trademarking standpoint. Um, what's up with the like backhanded compliment towards Trey Jones? Why do you have to catch a stray? Right, like surprise, surprise, Trey. Why can't it just be Trey Jones is showing up and helping out Wemby? You know why? Why we got to put him down while we're elevating him? To to literally, I think when you offer, if you want to call it a context, but if you if you offer statements like, there's never been anything like this. It feels so weird. This is so unique. No, now you're you're literally you're you're basically effectively saying that you're moving the goalposts. It, it feels so weird because I want to change this argument to look this way, so it feels weird to me. And then to literally actually say Wimby's doing everything. Chet is on a team. It. it I hate this argument because it gets applied to a lot of things, but what did we hear basically all NFL regular season long about Brock Purdy? And I'm not likening Chet to Brock Purdy, but it was, or, or Tua for that matter. They're not even the most valuable player on their team. You could certainly say that about Chet right now. So like, if you're not even the best player on your team, how are you? I know we're not talking about MVP. I know this is a rookie of the year discussion, but to then literally go from saying that to Wemby's doing everything for the Spurs and then to make it, this is supposed to be an objective process, an objective evaluation, a completely void of human emotion. This is, uh, the, uh, the, the housekeeper from the Jetsons. What was her name? Um, the robot you're talking about? I do. And I should know the name. I'm a look up her name, please, for me. Uh, I think it was Trudy, but I could be totally wrong on that. Anyway, this is supposed to be a process that she can evaluate. She's the kind of person Jets that you should be able to say, yo, what, what, who is the rookie of the year oh, at this point in time? So then to literally go from like, oh, well, I don't know. Wemby's doing everything, but, you know, it just doesn't feel right. Who gives a damn about your feelings? <laughs> this isn't about how, how – I mean, and you're right. Zach Lowe rules, and I, I don't mean to, like, come at Zach Lowe, but, Zach, we do not care about your feelings. Nobody cares about your feelings. We do not care – 
if you're uncomfortable, if it's weird, whatever the case may be. Rosie, thank you, Cougs. It, it was, that's the name of the housekeeper and the Jets. It was. Rosie does not care. Rosie is not capable of human emotion. So Rosie knows that Wemby is rookie of the year. Get the hell out of here with this weird goalpost moving crap. You know, for the longest time as I grew up, when you went to a tournament, they had the the MVP. And then the tournament started having the same debate because MVP, most valuable player. Uh, you had to, you did it, you apply to your team. Was it the best player there? And then I started going to see tournaments where it was the most outstanding player. You were the mop, not the MVP to truly Ooh. define what, you know, have you seen that? Have you seen tournaments where you get the most outstanding player? It's not MVP anymore. It's mop. So you can define exactly what it is. I mean, when you say value, when, as soon as you go value that, that is something that is assignable and relative. And then you lose, but outstanding, we can all kind of define what outstanding is. That's the best guy but, I saw. No. And I well, ma- and it made it easier. So the name, I think, is the initial problem with this. I'm, that's where I'm starting from. No, I, I think you're giving him way too much of a benefit of no, the doubt. I, this in, in is age-old argument. Is the MVP no, the best player on the best team or the most outstanding player, period? But this isn't MVP. This is Rookie of the Year. Right. But they, but so, they apply Rookie of the Year like they're – the, Zach's argument is like it's an MVP award. That, that's he's stupid look, in and but of that's, itself. But you're right. And anytime you hear a sentence, he goes, you know, Wimby is doing things we've never seen before, and he's alone, but for volume and, and efficiency. And then it went, but. And as soon as he said, but, you're like, okay, here it comes. And it was like, but, you know, he's on a better team, and he's not the first option, but the team's better. And you go, okay, now I get it. You're going best rookie on the best team, like the MVP seems to always be, best yeah, player on MB- the best team. MVP is the best showman or the best front, you know, front so, man on the best team. By you know, definition, best on the on the best team, they're but, applying I, the same values, and it's different. Rookie of the year is naturally going to be on a bad, bad basketball team. Rookie of the year is naturally, and again, I will say it, playing his first year, receiving paychecks from the team he's playing for. This is Chet Holmgren's second year, but we won't even throw that into the conversations. Ben Simmons, be damned. But here, oh, here no, here we even, sit. even though things even though things feel weird, we can't apply that weird feeling because that would ruin the conversation. Again, look, I'm not above admitting that the Spurs' <laughs> lack of team success is hurting Wimby, and that bothers me, and frankly upsets me. But you know, what can you do? I mean, they were competitive against the Sixers, and they should have beat the Hornets the other night, and you know, maybe the Hornets look a little bit better now, and obviously, but like. That that's a fair thing to say. You want to say, "Hey Spurs, you want to help this guy win Rookie of the Year? Win some games." I'm cool with you. I'll ride with you on this take. But to to dance around and 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 you know move all these things and it, it's you know it's like when you're you're searching for a stat and you apply all these filters just to kind of prove and and yield the result that you are looking for specifically. Like, well, Chet is really Rookie of the Year because. He's on a really good team, and he's also somebody who benefits from great players around him, and they've responded to adversity like winning at Utah. What? <laughs> like, what? what? You're right. That was a real, you know, firing squad that they were facing up against the Jazz. Well done, Zach Lowe. I mean, how about, you know, it's just, I don't know that there's like a, an, you know, it's hard to say like it's the market, because we're talking about a Thunder player, right? Like, it's not, you know. It's not like Chet plays for the Lakers or something like that, but this is just so. This is this is trying to make this difficult. This is trying to build an argument against Wemby, but it's the argument for Wemby is so overwhelming that you actually have to couch it with, 
well, you know, but Wemby has all this stuff, but it really doesn't matter to me in the moment that I'm making this conversation go. right now. If, if that's the case, if you always have to say that to protect yourself from a liability standpoint, then we really know who the rookie of the year is here. Like, it can be simple. It can be obvious. It can be overwhelmingly undeniable that Wemby is the rookie of the year. It's okay that that's the truth on January 24th. Nobody's going to read ESPN or listen to your podcast any less because we know that Wemby is the best rookie in the NBA this year. Oh, he's going to vote for Wemby. That's going to be the funniest That's thing That's going to be his justification. To I, I, no, way I, back I, when. I told you. He's doing everything. And well, the no, separation was when, becoming and then, apparent. And then, and then I sat down, and I really thought about it. You know, I was listening to, to Rob and RJ, you know, Big Fudge and, and RJ. They just made some great points. And You're trying. It's um, not sticking. You're going to keep trying, and, you know, it's just not – It's not the, the I think Big the Fudge works better than Big still, Toe. Neither, neither works. The pasta is still al dente. It's not going to stick to the wall. And you can keep throwing. It ain't going to work. And mm. I, I, How about I'm, Prime I'm, Rib? We that you know? How about Prime Rob? Oh, oh, oh hey, hey, <laughs> hey! Um, we, we what was Costanza's been... nickname? T Bone. Uh, Prime Rib T Bone sounds awfully awfully close. Uh, oh, you know, I thought yeah. you were gonna go Art Vandalay. That no, well, that's a pseudonym. Right. I, right, I, okay, I, I want a nickname, and he went. He, he chose his own. And he wanted T Bone. Prime Rob. Prime Rob has a lot of connotations. It's not bad. Prime number. Uh, I am indivisible by. Anyway. Uh, Prime numbers are divisible by something. It's by just itself, itself and, and one. One. That's what I'm saying. I'm indivisible by an even number, um, or any number. Well, really. and even, and you can expand upon that. But that statement on itself is whatever. This was such a silly take. It give, is. Give but what I was, what I wanted to yesterday, we were going down the list as the Spurs come home tonight. And remember, it's a late game as it's nationally televised as oh, the two R O R O Ys are are going at each other. Um, the 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 the, uh, the Thunders are coming to San Antonio, having stolen a game last night. Now it's not their Ooh. fault as to what happened, but they were given a game that, quite frankly, Portland won. I, I don't have the time to get into the details, but if you have the opportunity, get yourself in front of a video and just Google the game last night, and you'll see the the last two. It wasn't even that long. The last forty five seconds or so. Last fifteen seconds. Excuse me. Uh, there was a weird double tech, Chauncey Billups thrown out, game-winning shot from second-year OKC Thunder where they pulled victory from the jaws of certain defeat by a, because of a terrible call. What I'm getting at is the Thunder, I mean the uh, Trailblazers, the losing team last night, are appealing. Right. I think they're going to win this, man. Because what happened? There was an inbound pass, and the whole world knew the inbound was going to come uh, and Malcolm Brogdon, the recipient, the Portland Trailblazer, right. was going to catch it and call a timeout. Everybody knew it. It is de rigor. It is the world knows that this situation, we're, we're getting a timeout, we're resetting. Well, the ref wasn't paying attention to that. Brogdon's trying to call a timeout. He gets swiped at, gets kind of fouled, grabs the ball again. Ref calls a double dribble. Brogdon turns in and goes, what? Coach goes, what? Double T's are thrown everywhere. Another ref throws in. And young, number 86, I don't know who you are. Go strutting around going, you know what? I won that game. I won it. The scarecrow. I came to life. I won this game. That was, it was as bad as it gets. This has only happened six times in the history of the NBA where a, where a game gets flipped or redone or restarted. So this you're is going to be Spurs, one of them. You're saying the Spurs can catch the Thunder on it and give them a double L, so to speak. I if, would, they catch, if they catch that L and then the one they're going to catch tonight, it's a twofer. Mm-hmm. Could be. So we're going to get them. 
tonight in Portland tomorrow night. I think tonight the Spurs have. I think OKC knows they stole last night, so they're either going to show up tonight on fire, or they're going to look like my dog does when he did something behind the couch and I haven't seen it yet. We're going to look kind of walk in and like, "How you doing? Are you okay?" Because you're going to find dog. something in a minute. And uh, you're about to be mad at me, but right now I'm going to be real good. I'm going to stand still. So I, I get to think. I think OKC is going to lay low today. They'll lay low. Wow. And hope nobody notices that we were given, gifted, presented, offered, and taken a game which we had no business winning. Mm, I kind of like what you're putting down, Prime Rob. We'll continue talking silver and black as we do every day. Make sure you. Uh, Continue to subscribe, like, listen, and share as we do this on the regular. And if you're not watching this now, shame on you.